What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. You met with a lot of interesting people. I've had some really good, it's been, yeah. it's been really good. All right, this is going to be an interesting one today, and it's definitely going to have you uh, heading back into your home and looking at things a lot differently. Uh, joining us today for episode 21 of Living Your Life with Leanne Lang is Veronique Levesque, who's joining us from Molly Maid. So keep in mind, this podcast brought to you by Extension Marketing. And for more information, of course, you can head to extensionmarketing.com. Calm. People are just kind of scratching their heads going, oh my gosh, what are we in for? It's so great to have you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I like the fact that you've been watching some of these. I have. Yes. I have. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, they've been great. Oh, thank yeah. you. All great topics. Yeah. I love that you're like, okay, I see how it goes. Mm -hmm. I can see where we're going with this. And I, I think the first question often is like when people f like learn what it is that you do, what is their first reaction? Like, what do they say? How did you get into this? What made you think about uh, getting to a Molly Maid franchise? Um, I've purchased my franchise nine years ago. Mm -hmm. So nine years ago, I was 24. So people were looking at me like, what? What are you doing? Really? Like at, at 24, <laughs> was it that you had this business sense? Or were you like um, like a cleaning addict kind of growing up? Like, was, are, Is your house like spotless? Is it clean? My house is, it's pretty clean. Yeah. Um, I do have kids, so it's, mm -hmm. you know, it, it gets messy. Mm -hmm. There's no going around that. Uh, but no, it was more the business sense mm -hmm. uh, nine years ago. So you had the business sense that you that you wanted to kind of be an entrepreneur and get into mm -hmm. this, but what made it that Molly made was the franchise you decided to kind of launch into? Yeah, so there's a bit of family history here. Okay. So my aunt mm -hmm. uh, used to own one of the Molly, there's three franchises in Ottawa. So she used to own one of the Molly Maids and she passed. My mom took over her franchise and, you know, me uh, looking for some type of uh, business. Uh, the opportunity came up for another franchise. And uh, yeah, I approached Molly May and said, hey, listen, I think I, I would be good for this. So what does it entail? Like how many people do you have out on the road and cleaning and crews? I mean, I see the cars, the little buggies going around all the time. Yeah. 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 So my franchise is uh, downtown and the south end of mm -hmm. Ottawa. Um, I have, we work teams of two. Mm -hmm. So it's two people and a car, Molly made cars, uh, and I have 10 teams. There's 10. 10 in Ottawa South Central. And they're on the road They're on all the road day. all day. All day cleaning apartments, cleaning houses. Yep. Okay. So it was really funny because my house is a mess right now. And as I was getting ready for all of this, I'm like, you know, I could see the toothpaste in the sink. Uh, and my daughter has yet to figure out how to wash her face properly. Like, so like, it's just splattered everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> uh, the dishwasher I think is half emptied. Um, I can't remember the last time I actually cleaned my oven. There's still shoes. Like there's like a pile of shoes at the front entrance way. I mean, we all have things that we can let kind of that don't bother us. Yeah. And then we have things that just like, if this doesn't get done, I'm going to freak out. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like for me, it's toilets. Like, just not the bathroom. The mm -hmm. toilet needs to be clean. Like, like that outside, the inside, looking in yeah. at everything. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to break down, I think, 
each room because I've really enjoyed on the segments that we did with CTV Morning Live, um, little tricks, little reminders of what we're not doing and what yeah. we should be doing. Do you often have people asking you questions like that when they find out, you know, what it is that you do? That they're like, oh, how do I get this stain out? Or what should I be doing about the mold in my kids' thermoses? You know, like yeah. those are the little things. Yeah, the little things like that um, that people don't think about. They don't want to go and um, they want the little tricks that are easy, often environmentally friendly, because we're big on that. Environmentally friendly. Uh, no a Javex or Mr. Clean. That's not what we use. And that's not what I want to use. Okay, explain that. Because for me, I just like... A fresh scent. I like to pretend that just yeah. because it smells good that it's clean. No, 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 no. First of all, Javex does not clean. It does dis- disinfect, but it doesn't clean. Like it doesn't. Um, no, sorry, it's the same remover, mm-hmm. but it doesn't clean, disinfect. So you need like a disinfectant product. But environmentally friendly, um, you know, it's it's good for your house, good for your breathing in your house, the air, um, and then good for the environment too. I'm big on that. Okay. It's like eating well, right? You eat well, you, it's the same thing. So the products that you have in your house, you're breathing them. So whatever you breathe, you put in your body. So I know you're big on eating well. Well, I, I am, and I'm, I'm really kind of learning a lot more about what it is we're putting on our skin, as our skin is the biggest kind of organ in the body. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of shifted a little bit the creams and the sunscreens and things like that. But you can walk into any store, and I mean, you have a full aisle Full aisle aisle of everything that you want for your house and cleaning products. Does that, what do you see? What do you see when you go down that aisle? It's so overwhelming. It's like makeup. You you know, it's like (laughs) there's so many products for everything. Um, I would go for environmentally friendly always. So there's always, you know, the the big ones, the big names. But the big names often right now, they're not the friendliest one with the environment. So you have to look for green. Anything that says green, green on it. Um, What's what products are you what have you purchased for your own home? For my own home, I use a product that I order online, uh, Meluca products. I don't know if you've heard of them. I but it's environmentally fr- friendly products, not just cleaning products, but uh, makeup, skin creams, sunscreens, things like that. That's what I use for my own home um, when I clean my home, which I don't often clean my home because I have Molly May clean my but, home. <laughs> right, but are they using your products? No. They're using their products. They're, we're using Molly Made products. Okay. Molly Made products is also an environmentally friendly product. Very uh, plant-based. So when did you make the switch? I'm assuming it hasn't always been that way, that the products they're using are also following what most people are changing in their lifestyle. Uh, so with Molly Made being a franchise, we have um, things we have to follow, rules. So this it's actually a Molly Made product brand mm-hmm. that I use that I have to purchase and all that. So I don't have a choice but to use the, the products. They're, they're great, they're environment. So since the beginning, they've been on board with that. They changed over 15 years ago to environmentally friendly. Um, a lot of people with allergies, so many people with allergies, kids, allergies. So those other products, um, and they're so strong smelling that it affects the people with allergies. Mm-hmm. So ours are very almost non-scented. Some people, they come home, they say, do you clean my house? <laughs> yes, we <laughs> But did. then again. Okay, let's go through some of the issues then because in a home, what mm-hmm. is the biggest deterrent? Like what is 
the biggest thing that are making people sick or that they're having reactions to within their home that they might not realize is based on things growing, dust accumulating, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, so uh, pillows. So like if you're looking at areas in the home that are, yeah, yeah, pillows, dust growing. If people have any allergies to dust, um, when people vacuum or dust, they usually will do everything that people can see, right? So they won't go behind things. They won't move things. Um, So then it just like builds up, builds up Um, or mildew. Like a lot of people don't go and scrub the grout. There'll be mildew building up. We're talking bath, showers, showers, baths baths so it usually starts pink and then they'll come and turn into brown black that's just mildew it's not necessarily mold when does it turn when does mildew turn turn into into mold mold. starts growing things on it yes yeah when does that happen like how long can you sustain not scrubbing the the mildew the mildew Mm -hmm. Uh, i would say even like a few months yeah like three months four months and it starts to change to mold. It starts to change to mold. Yeah, so that's big for allergies. What have you walked into a home and have, or have any of your staff walked into a home and just kind of looked and gone, I, I don't think we can do this. Yeah, yeah. I've I've gone into estimates and say, oh no, this is this is not us. This is someone else because we do the cleaning, but sometimes it's hoarder, right? Mm-hmm. That we can't do. What is that like? What do you see when you walk into someone's home and it is a complete disaster? Well, you don't see anything because <laughs> everything's so, uh, when that happens, like a hoarder situation, you don't see anything. You can see just the path to leading to maybe part of the kitchen or part of the bedroom. and then, But then we can't clean anything because there's just too much around. What is the sense? Like, what do you feel? Like, I've gosh, I've watched the show because yeah. I'm fascinated, you know, that in people's behavior and that it can get to that point. It's not about at that point it being clean or no. it, that's not what it, that's not what it is. No, no, and that's not often what they're. Sometimes they call us, and they say we need help, and then we go in and say we're not the right help for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes they say, I just I want my bathroom to be clean, but mm-hmm. for them they can't focus on the rest so they said for me it's important to have my bathroom clean or maybe kitchen we just have to make sure that's safe for mm-hmm. us to go in but um but uh yeah it's uh those people can can be very overwhelmed you can tell they're overwhelmed by something and what about just getting into a home that's just a complete disaster or have you gone in when people have had massive parties and like the next thing is that they're just like let's just call in the cleaning crew yeah as long as there's no uh a broken glass, uh, you know, we can we can help, we can clean, but uh, we 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 do go in. That's what we do. We clean, we clean after people. We just don't, you know. Well, we won't clean feces. We won't clean blood. We won't things like that. That's not what we're trained for. You need some. But are people calling for that? Yes. Oh yes. Yes yes. Oh yes. <laughs> so when they had pets, yeah, you know, they have pets, and okay. some people have many pets yes. in their house. Uh-huh. Three dogs, two cats, and then they just, you know, oh my dog made a mess, and I need my bathroom floor clean. And no, that's not what we do. You gotta call someone else. But you are that. getting calls for that. Yes. And that's it's happening in people's homes. Yes. Can I ask, like, what what's the? Has there been one that you just were overwhelmed? When a toilet is no longer white and it's 
still covered of you know the few months back yeah yeah it's, it's, no it's tough white. no I, but some people it's not their fault some people they uh, they might have a disability um, or you know they just um, they're they just they're not aware of some or it's just in their head you know mm-hmm. it's something they're working through and some of them yes it is but some of them it's not okay let's get through so that we can actually help people kind of go through and and you know I want this to be something that's going to be really proactive all right um and to help people know what they need to be looking for so let's what's the biggest room you want to start with the kitchen you want to start with the bathroom I want to start with the bathroom. Okay, let's yeah. start with the bathrooms. Okay, what is the thing that you see most often that people are doing or not doing? And what would be the recommendation when someone is having to kind of tackle a bathroom? So when you tackle bathrooms, um, what I would recommend is first, whatever areas you're going to clean. So you want to clean the tub, the um, toilet, and the sink. You want to spray those down first because they will save you time. So if you soak everything, you won't have to spend too much time scrubbing because everything will be you know, working with the grime and the products. And then once you go in, once you rinse it and wipe it, mostly the product will have done the job for you. Okay, so you're going in and you're spraying down you're the spraying toilet, down, the, yeah. the, tub, the tub, the shower, the yeah. sinks. Yeah, so that way, first spray that down, then start picking up everything. You want to pick up your toothbrush, your towels on the floor, um, your bath mat. Pick that up. Throw everything that's towel, bath mat. Throw it out. Throw it in the load. Of, okay. <laughs> make a load. Okay. Um, and then just put bath everything towels, away. Bath towels too in there into the yeah. load. Okay. Yeah. Just throw it in. Um, that way, it's all clean after that. Um, pick up the soap dishes. Organize everything. Toothbrushes, uh, and then you can get to uh, some dusting. Some people do a lot of dusting, some people don't. Um, it depends. If you have a dog or pets, then your bathroom gets hairy because that drags into okay, the Okay, how are you getting ready? So, yeah, hair in the drains, hair in the shower. Um, is there a way? Like, how do you unclog? Like, are you, are you able There's to no do that? There's no nice way. <laughs> There's no clean way. I'm like uh, looking. You know, like, There's a nice little pick that we've created for you to do. Okay, so there's no nice way to there's do no it. There's no nice okay. way to do it. You just have to pull it and, you know, just deal with it. <laughs> but you don't have to do that often. Maybe once a year. Maybe. Oh, Depending okay. if you have I'm, a lot I'm, of hair. I'm starting to see it. Like, I have three, you know, there's three of us in the house with long hair. Yeah. Uh, and I think... I, I don't know. Like, I'm starting to see more of it in the shower and stuff. And it's just... And Andy has the way of, like, she draws... She keeps it on the on the walls, right? And she almost, like, makes artwork with it. <laughs> I'm not finding it very appealing. Uh, what are we not doing, you know, let, that you see most people think that they're cleaning, but they're not getting to? Um, no. So things that you don't have to do all the time. You don't have to do baseboards all the time. You don't have to do window seals all the time. But you can't forget about them. So, you know, once you, if you clean your bathroom once a week or once every two weeks, you don't have to clean the window seals and scrub it down. You just can't forget about it. So do it every few times. And you're saying once every week or? Well, I would say toilet once every week. So that's a, well, that's a dirty already... place. <laughs> The toilet, maybe not the shower. Mm-hmm. It depends, but the toilet. Okay. What about all those products that you're putting into it? Do you, do those do the tricks? Like you throw yeah. something in? Yes. Yeah, they do. They do. But you know, 
again, the best thing is just go in, soak the shower, soak the tub, uh, soak the toilet, soak the sink, and then it really won't take you a lot of time. Okay, is it like an all-purpose? I know you're talking green, but what what not what are you purpose. spraying everything down with? Yeah, not all-purpose. All-purpose is not strong enough for, for a bathroom. Uh, you need either a uh, a bathroom cleaner. There's specific bathroom cleaner tub tile cleaners that's what i use a tub and tile kind of mix Mm -hmm. um that works well even for the toilet just spray that into the toilet spray it spray it and then you don't have to use your hand or a a rag just use that you know that brush Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you should see, for those of you who oh, aren't sorry, watching yeah. it, you know, yeah, like, like she's doing the little motion of like taking that scrubber yeah. and going around. But if you find a, a, a product that's strong enough, just really the spray down, if you're just, able to do that once a week, is going to yeah. save you. And environmentally friendly products are strong enough. You just have to let them sit for a few minutes. Okay. And while you, you know, let them sit, then tidy up and then come back, soak it down with water after that and wipe it down. Yeah, I'm going to do that because I, I I think if you just of your mentality that the product can actually do most of the work, yeah. you're probably saving yourself a little bit of time rather than spray, wipe, spray, wipe. Because if you spray, mm-hmm. the product doesn't have time to work, right? So you just, you spray, you wipe. Mm-hmm. Well, then. Well, a lot of know. people are doing that, though. Yeah, you spray, so and that's wipe. that's the mistake that they're making yeah. is not to spray and wipe. They're doing too much work. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good to know. Yeah. Too much work. Let the product do yeah. its work. Yeah. Do something else for a few minutes. It doesn't take a long time. Mm-hmm. Five minutes. I know. Everyone's like, I don't have time to clean. Yeah. You you do. You just have to clean smart. So, yeah. Doing that. the like, Making the product do the, the work for you. And then you'll also scrub less. So, mm-hmm. it'll be more fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Okay. Bathroom was one thing. Oh, you mentioned... I just want to go to... Um, the bedroom also because um, I'm kind of like going through the house right now because you yeah. mentioned pillows and I, I was surprised at that like that's an issue in, in a lot of houses so why or is that just where like I don't even I would never have thought my pillow was an issue yeah you can clean a pillow you can wash a pillow you should wash your pillows often often I um, cannot remember the last time I washed a pillow you can throw them like with the pillow like top on it just the pillow yeah with the pillowcase in the wash and then in the dryer but it needs to be um because that's where you put your head on some people drool some people sweat some people have a lot of dandruff or you know you have dry skin um that all goes in your pillow that you breathe and then um usually you think that you know just taking the pillowcase off is going to do the trick now so how often should we be washing our pillows? When you wash your pillowcase, wash your pillow. Oh my god! Right, because the pillowcase is not a barrier. Have, there's never. <laughs> I. It's not a barrier. The it pillow, is a barrier. It well, is. No, you can still. If you pour water on it, it'll go through. So yeah, it's not like it. It won't have anything go um, through. Oh my god. I'm just thinking, like, I'm talking years. I don't think I've, I can't remember. I'm sorry, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Veronica. Have you, have you? No, she's, she's giving me a nod. Like, no. You wash your pillows all the time. Often, yeah. 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 Does it ruin the pillow? No, no. Just have to make sure, like, if it's um, pillows with feathers in it, Mm -hmm. put a tennis ball in with it to make sure, like, it 
stays fluffy, you know, keeps Okay, the, so, okay, that's so it, because people like invest that. a lot of money in their pillow. Yes. Get, let's be realistic. Like, either, I know people, like, have spent, like, their pillow is their baby, and yes. I don't think they would want to think that throwing it in the washing machine it's going to ruin it. No, it won't ruin it. Some pillows, especially if they're really expensive pillows, they'll come with uh, how to clean them. Okay. People don't look at the paper. They just no, throw why it out. Would wa- why <laughs> would we be washing our pillows? There's no instructions on how to use the pillow, right? So. <laughs> exactly. But there is instructions on how to clean it. Yeah. Okay, so that's one thing. I will definitely make a change. I'm going to clean my pillows. Yeah. And just in the normal wash? In normal wash. Okay. Normal and then normal Some people dry. have the sanitized wash. Some people prefer yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, regular And then wash. throw in a tennis ball if you have uh, yeah. the... Yeah. Oh, my God. So, wait. You got to... You know, wait. Wait. My shame. <laughs> Veronica's going through the window. She's saying, my shame level is high. Yeah. At least I'm admitting it here, Veronica, because I haven't done any of this. Okay. So, we've got the, the pillows, which I'm... I'm thinking, oh, my God. And then I'm thinking, my kids, like, Andy, you know, like, especially at those teenage years, you know, the hormones and mm-hmm. the, the, the act, like, this is all going to help. Because mm-hmm. that, that, that oil, everything, isn't just coming off of the pillowcase. No. The pillow. Okay, Veronica, let's check in next week and see if we both <laughs> did this, okay? Yeah, we are totally doing that. Okay, so we are still in the bedroom. Uh, sheets, you're off. It's Usually it's, like, every other week. Every you- other week, every week, every realistically I it would be better every week but realistically who mm-hmm. has time to do that every week I would say every two weeks like putting sheets on the bed for me is just like I dread it yeah. I really do that's and, and you have to do all your laundry and all that and plus then the sheets so realistically every two weeks okay we've got that I'm still stuck on on the pillows and anything <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I think we're all going to be stuck on that for a while. Okay, let's let's move our way um, down into the kitchen. Okay. Because I think this is where we're going to spend a lot of time. I Let's start with the cleaning utensils or the things that we use. And I think on our segments, I remember one that we did, the one with the cutting board with- and the oven mitts. Okay, yeah. Those two really threw me off. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. The oven mitts. Yeah. So um, you got to clean your oven mitts because <laughs> you uh, take out a dish, it, you know, leaked chicken, and then you're touching other things around the um, around the kitchen with it, contaminating every area you're touching. So oven mitts got to be clean. Easiest one are the ones that are silicone. Right. Right, that you can just rinse them off and with a bit of soap. But if you don't have the silicone ones, no, most of us had the pretty ones with the cloth, right? Yeah. And then now it's uh, well, mine are like pretty ones with the cloth, but like they've got burnt marks, uh, and like they're frail, like yeah. you know. And I, I still use them. Yeah, and that's all right. Yeah, you just got to clean them once to wash in a while. Them. Yeah, because if you don't want, well, like I said, you're just everything you're touching, especially if you touch something and it's not cooked, uh, meat, fish. Then you're just going around the kitchen everywhere and putting it everywhere. Okay, so that was the one I remember because I was like, you have to start to wash those. Uh, I have a number of cutting boards in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I like some of them. Some of them I serve on. Uh, and the cutting board for you was a big issue. It's, you know, again, you're cutting raw meat. A lot of people are cutting raw meat. So that just, it needs, you need to make sure one, you wash it very well after you you know, cut the meat, um, but also uh, you need to replace them. 
I know you were saying once there's a lot of knife marks in there, the grooves where the they don't get there, you're not able to clean those little tiny grooves out. No, no, unless you regularly, I would say, take a big brush so that the bristle in the brush goes in the grooves. Um, you got to replace them. If you keep one just for serving, um, plating things, then that's all right as long as it, you know, there's nothing that you're cutting on. And but a wooden cutting board, uh, even plastic cutting board. Um, yeah, you got to replace them once in a while. Okay. Anything. I have a whole bunch of plastic ones that have, like, they, they almost feel like a nice surface because there's that many blade marks to yeah. it. Those have to go. Out. Out, out, out. out. Yeah. Tossed. You can get, yeah, and you can get them cheap at Dollarama. Mm-hmm. Like, really cheap. Right. If you want to. Yeah. And I just have to realize I'm going to be throwing them out more often. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. And okay. then that way you can, again, contamination is a big thing in the kitchen because you're dealing with the raw meat. So everything that you have to think about, you know, is this touching this? And then, you, you know, sometimes you see those commercials and you see green spots and the kids touching something else, uh, touching the doorknob. And then the other kid comes and touch that doorknob, brings it to his pencils and borrows the pencil from the friend. And that's like that in the kitchen, just everything, everything. you touch. Yeah. The one thing I remember doing now is I change over my J cloths. Yeah. Or I'm I'm purchasing more at a cheaper price, knowing yeah. that I'm going to be throwing them out. Yeah. Wash them often. Wash them often, and then. But why am I, I'm not going to wash a J cloth? Why not? Because it just gets so disgusting. I just throw it out. Okay. You can. Okay. The, the J cloth. Yeah. You can throw that. Throw them. How often? Out. Because you you were telling me it has to be like. Like you have to wash them every time you use them. See. Like, who does that? Nobody does that. No, not every. <laughs> not you everyone, use the J-cloth. I wash my dishes. Yeah. I wash the countertops. And then I, I squeeze out the water and I leave it in you the sink. You it to dry. Yes. And then it collects mildew. And, yeah, moisture, mildew. And then do you ever smell it and it smells Yeah, that's awful? when I throw it out. Yeah, so that's all the mildew. So if you've used it even before, like that mildew goes on your dishes and countertops and <laughs> tables. Yeah, I do. I throw out the chin yeah. cloth when it starts to smell. Yeah. So I'm way long gone. Like yeah. I should have. So you can just, you know, use um, dishcloths and then just throw them in the wash every time often every two days the j-cloth it's it's yeah convenient right and it's easy yeah um i just never thought that i would be throwing them in the washing machine with everything oh you could i think they're pretty sturdy like they're pretty strong they're pretty resistant but yeah you gotta have them well how else would i be washing them yeah in the wash in the wash or you can just throw them out every day there's no way people are throwing them out every day no people aren't no, there's no, no way. No, it's it, well, and that would be really expensive. Yeah, so, but if you use uh, just a dishwashing cloth, right? That way you can reuse it. A lot less expensive. What kind of a dishwashing cloth? Just regular ones. So you know, you do your dishes with like I was, no sponge. Don't do sponges because again, all them unless you wash it every time. Um, then the mo- if you just keep a sponge on the side of your sink against all the moisture and yeah, I have a sponge and a J-cloth that are sitting there <laughs> for days, uh, maybe even longer, maybe weeks. Brushes are better because you have those bristles. There's more air in them. and then But sponges, they don't dry easily. It's, you know, it's 
takes a while for them to dry, and then it just collects all that mildew. So you're saying a sponge, too, you're throwing out? Yeah. Use it once. No, sponges you can wash, because that's what we do. We use sponges in bathrooms and How like are you that. washing your sponge? In the wash. We in wash the them washing with the, machine. Yeah, so all the teams, we wash them uh, in the washing machine. We, you know, they're clean. They're just with mm-hmm. laundry soap and everything. But yeah, every time it's been used in the wash. It's never reused twice. So my sponge into the wash. Yeah. If I'm using a sponge. Yeah. I use the one like with the, the green, the one that attaches, I put the soap in it. Yeah. And I use that to wash my, like the pots and the pans and stuff. So like that handle one? Yeah, that the, has, yes, yeah. the handle and you pour the soap I don't think you can handle. wash that. I don't think you can wash a sponge I know that, that, but I, I'm yeah. honestly telling you, I probably have that for like a good couple weeks. It's very dirty. <laughs> <laughs> So, so really, like, my pots and pans aren't even that clean. Well, they are. Just, you know, they like could anyone, be cleaner. Yeah, anyone who's coming to my house is going to be looking at me going, uh, so what did you wash your stuff with, Leanne? <laughs> so, okay. And then the – so you talk about – I'm trying to picture this. You're, pic- you're telling me to get the dish cloths. Is that, like, my dish towels? Like, that my long – no, what's – Not the long one. Okay. Do you have shorter ones? So often you can buy them, and they come in sets. So the okay. one to dry your dishes with, and you have the shorter one just to do the dishes um, and then it's almost like a face cloth. Yeah, yeah, almost like a face cloth. Okay, and what about the ones that I've seen that are like microfiber or like, microfibers yeah. are good. Um, they're good to grab any uh, dirt from. I prefer microfiber for dusting, um, uh, drying, uh, stainless steel, especially mm-hmm. if you're in the kitchen. Really good for that. Um, but I prefer a dishcloth because it has a bit more, because the microfiber is so soft, I find that a dishcloth has a bit more um, scrub to it. Okay. So dishcloth is your mode of choice, your, your product of choice to and be And it's not that use. expensive because you'll wash it and you reuse it, wash it, reuse it. Just have like a few, mm-hmm. you know, before you do your, your wash every week. So have seven or ten and then you just oh, keep rolling. Does the quality them. of that matter? Because at this point I'm running into Dollarama and buying myself a ton of sponges and like Jake Kloss and cloth. Like does the quality of that have anything to do with no, it? No, no. No. Okay. So that's a safe like Dollarama purchase. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's cotton. I should, I should call Dollarama and get some sponsorship on this <laughs> one. <laughs> Out of your cleaning aisle. This podcast is brought to you by Extension Marketing. They're a new breed of marketing agency that acts as your virtual marketing department, designing and implementing cost-effective marketing strategies that will grow your business. I can speak to this personally, as I've been using the Extension Marketing team to help me launch and grow my business. Founder Pat Whalen has been a lifesaver for me, a genuine coach guiding me along the way into uncharted territory. Tell them you're a friend of the show and receive a free one-hour consultation. Check them out at extensionmarketing.com. Oh, if you want to save money, you're not going to... Well, I have to yeah, save money at this exactly. point because you're telling me things that I've been doing. I, so then all, I'm waiting way too long to do it and, yes. I, and I need to be reusing or repurchasing things more often than I am. Now, not everyone will do, you know, the laundering of the pillows all the time but you know Listen, as as I, hey done. if I can get someone to wash their pillow twice a year that's way better than what we've ever been doing well, that's before good. that no I mean, one right like yeah absolutely I'm not asking people to do it I'm just like okay let's no. try doing this once yeah you know once yeah once or twice a year like spring you know you you do yeah. those times you like like spring okay clean. spring let's do pillows um okay fall let's do pillows again 
Do you those. laugh at all of us when we all, who don't typically kind of have cleaning on our minds all the time, get into the spring clean and the open up the windows and clean out the house? Like No, no, because you want to do like areas um, behind furniture, let's say, that you just, you won't move a big dresser mm-hmm. every week. No way. Um, so you want to do things like that once in a while and then spring, you know, mm-hmm. why not? Why yeah. not? I kind of love the spring clean. Yeah. I'm a big declutterer. Like, I like decluttering my house all yeah. the time and then kind of a little bit of rearranging. But I find I don't realize how much I'm accumulating. No. Like, are, do you see a lot of homes, like, just the piles, like, the oh, pile yes. on the dining room table and then you were there two weeks earlier and then two weeks later there's the pile is just a little bit bigger. Yeah. I mean, it's neat. It's in a pile. Yeah. Just the piles. Like, we just, we tend to create piles. Yes. Yes, people people tend to clutter. Um, same thing with toys, kids' toys. People um, get toys, more toys. They grow up. They don't get rid of the toys. And then there's cluttered toys, cluttered paperwork, clutters of bills. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the people do. Um, you just have to find. And it's not it's not easy to find time to think about decluttering. And then you have to do it after you thought about it okay this is going to be my process you know a filer filing cabinet or a file folder or putting something on uh the walls that's a system for bills Mm -hmm. or things like that you just have to think about it and then you have to follow through it's the follow through i think people have really good intentions it's the follow through i want to get to the kids toys in a couple minutes but i want to stay on the kitchen a little bit longer Mm -hmm. uh because there's a lot of uh, things and thank god it's the end of the school year now and it's done um because the thermoses yeah uh you know everything that has a container if i look now inside the rims like it's like I, as much as I thought I was cleaning them with what I'm now learning were my d- dirty sponges anyway, um, the the mildew, like the, the mold mildew. inside, you had some really good tricks for that. Yeah, you have. Well, you have to take it out. That ring, that plastic ring mm-hmm. around, you have to take it out, and then you just you soak it in um, vinegar and water. Uh, that's or baking soda and water. Baking soda is great in the kitchen. Again, environmentally friendly. It's really cheap. Um, you can use small amounts. Where do you use? Where are you using your baking soda on what? Um, cleaning caps, shining. So that's good. If you get some uh, water spots, you know, you, you clean it, but then you know it's a bit wet. So then you get these water spots on your stainless steel like sink, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, grab the um, baking soda and just rub it in. Leave it there with like a bit of baking soda and water. Create a paste kind of. Mm-hmm. And then once you wipe it, it'll take out the water spots. Okay, so um, that's, really that's good. That. But for the, um, the thermos, uh, vinegar is really good disinfectant. So equal parts water and vinegar. You let it sink and then you wash it with dish soap. Um, so it doesn't everything taste like vinegar? But. No, it doesn't. But I, I've done that trick, mm-hmm. and what I've, I've found is once it sits in there long enough, the mold actually starts to release and then floats to the top. Yes, it's really disgusting. Yes, and when you realize just how much was in there. Yes, but that's the way to kind of lift it. Yeah, the Tupperware too. Those um, mm-hmm. glass Tupperware, and then they have that plastic seal. Yes. Yeah, you have to make sure you take out the seal. It's not. It's but not I, easy, but you have to do it. Yeah, but then you also. I also just leave that. Let that soak yeah also yeah you let it soak um vinegar and water mm-hmm. and then you just rinse it out wash it with dish soap and then yeah that but you you have to that's big the mold uh water bottles it could be arts or the kids 
uh, those got to be washed as well. You can't. So the ones that have the straws that are attached to the top. Yeah, you got to let it soak. Let it soak. You can buy them. They're not wrong. They're just you have to let them soak in something. You can't just surface wash a bit like. No, I put the water through the straw. <laughs> <laughs> That's not doing. But then in in between, you know, there's all these little compartments of where the water is going to go and what's holding the plastic straw and so yeah. put all that. So literally, would you just clog the sink and then pour vinegar and water and, water and just let things sit overnight? Yeah, yeah. Let's and then just rinse them out the next morning. Not even overnight, just a few hours. Or overnight if it's yeah, easy. Yeah, I'm not remembering yeah. at that point to to be able to do that. Um, what else in the kitchen? Kitchen, so ovens, something that people don't clean their oven, inside the oven all the time, um, and uh, you don't have to. But if you're going to go and clean your oven, um, if you have a self-clean, take the time to turn on the self-clean, and then it burns everything. If you don't have a self-clean, buy an oven cleaner product. Because that's what we, we tell people, before we go in and clean your oven, mm-hmm. spray it with a oven cleaner product, and then again, like, like any bathroom product, you know, it, let it the product do the work for you. Exactly, as I'm mm-hmm. you're just gonna come in, wipe it out mostly, and uh, you won't have to do a lot of scrubbing. Okay, advanced. Keep that in mind. Great time time saver, mm-hmm. but let the product do the work. Mm-hmm. So oven cleaners is the one thing you would say. Yes. Okay. Yes. Pots, pans, scrapes, things that you can't get out. So if you have um, wooden spoons out, change them all the time. Yeah, that was the other one. The yeah. Have you thrown out your wooden spoons, Veronica? Twice you've done Twice. it. Yeah, you gotta change them. Um, same reason for the cutting board. Same Does reason. Mean- yeah, same reason for the cutting board. Uh, pots and pans. Um, they're you know easy to maintain. Those are really. If you have a clean dishcloth, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming back to the dishcloth. <laughs> they should be easy to maintain, um, and. Um, yeah, what else? Your utensils. So if you have knives that get rusty, mm-hmm. um, same thing with the uh, vinegar. That will help take the rust out. Um, don't throw them. If you have, like, really good knives, mm-hmm. I wouldn't throw them all the time in the wash. Uh, like in the... I don't. Your... I wash my okay. good knives. I yeah. wash them with yeah. my dirty sponge. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They're so clean. <laughs> I'm just going to keep coming back to that because I'm not throwing it out every day. Uh, yeah, the good the good stuff I tend to just wash my hand. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Um, a lot of people don't clean their backsplash. So... I think mm. I do when there's spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. So yeah. the backsplash... In front, like behind the oven, yeah, you gotta maintain that, or else if it gets, you know, the grease and the spaghetti and then the butter and the oil, then it'll be really, really hard. So once you're done, like once you've done, you're done cooking, mm-hmm. just give it a quick wipe. But not everywhere in the kitchen. You don't need to do that everywhere in the kitchen. So but just the these areas. Are, yeah, and I think a lot of it's more about your overall health, right? The more yeah. that you're keeping this stuff hanging around, yeah. uh, it's affecting you. The kids' stuff, I think, was was big because especially for young kids they're putting things in their mouth yeah all the time all the time all the time so you need it's hard it's hard to clean the kids toys it's so hard to disinfect them um you can just but do we need to be doing that for anyone who does have the, still at the age where they are 
hand handling things, putting in their mouth and going back. Yes. You need to be doing something. Yes. You need to be doing something. So anything that's plastic, um, you need to, uh, once in a while, again, you don't have time to clean everything all the time. So once in a while, um, put water in your tub and then vinegar, water, and uh, put the, the toys in. Um, stuffed animals, especially, it's, it's like the pillows. Mm-hmm. Stuffed animals are like the pillows. Uh, they collect dust, dust mites. So just, you can, you don't even have to wash, wash them. You can at least throw them in the dryer if you don't want to do both. Um, that will help take out the dust mites and, and uh, yeah, just quickly, you know. Anything that's, uh, if you have kids that have iPhones, iPads, just make sure you run a, a wipe on them or something that sometimes dis- disinfected, yeah. I haven't done that with our devices. Yeah, it's like your phone too, a phone, right? Your, your makeup's on it. Oh, they're so, well, our sweat, phones are incredibly dirty. Yeah, yeah. So just take a wipe. What kind of a wipe? Um, you, you know, the, the wipes that you would wipe your hands. Like, instead of using Purell, then you use a wipe. So those type of uh, bacterial Like the ones that wipe. you get after eating chicken wings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antibacterial wipes. Because the, the ones that have alcohol a bit in it, right? Yeah, so no, I, I'm realizing that. But, I mean, yeah. I, I've sometimes wiped down things, but I'm not doing it with a bac- antibacterial. No. And so, then you have to take off the case, right? <laughs> Yeah, do you ever notice when you take off the case, then that's when you see the All the, the ring. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was with the case, yeah. So you have to take out the case. So it, would you go off. get just like a box of it, of those wipes, like like a, that you yeah. get when you have chicken wings at the restaurant and they hand yeah. you one of those? That would be the best thing to wipe down your your, your electronics with. Yeah, yeah. Your uh, remote uh, Yeah, let's well. talk about that remote. Uh-huh. The remote. Well, <laughs> yeah. you'll eat popcorn, change the channel. Oh, sneeze, uh, anything. Yeah, That's probably sneeze. one of the, I would think the remote and the doorknobs. Yeah. Kind of similar to. Yeah, because then everyone touches, everyone grabs the so remote. So what are you cleaning those with? The wipes. Even so, take those wipes and do. Yeah, antibacterial wipes. Okay, what, okay, so do I take my Lysol? Like, you know how, like, they have those things and you pull them out? You can take But you don't like Lysol. those because those aren't, uh, exactly. those aren't green. No. There they are just smell some... good and I feel like they're clean, but it's yeah. not. No. Again, go to Dollarama. You'll have the antibacterial wipes. Just take those instead. They'll probably be cheaper. Yes. And, okay. And that's especially for the the remotes? The remotes. Do- doorknobs. The devices. Phones, devices. Yeah. Electronic. Keyboards. Don't forget the keyboards. Oh, okay. I can't read that. Wait, wait. Veronica's saying something. Wait, wait. All right. Need bacteria, but don't, oh, we, don't need we need bacteria? bacteria. <laughs> Good bacteria, but not the like transfer of all the flus, like especially in the winter, like the flus and the sneezing and the uh, that's not you know you want to influenza is really big. Uh, we want to make sure we avoid that. And that's more the bacteria that's being transferred. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like I'm not one you know that you know. Gosh, I, when I first had, you know, Andy, my firstborn, you know, this the cysts would drop on the floor and it was like off to, you know, disinfectant, you know, like, or I was never putting it in her mouth. Again, by the time you have your second kid, it falls on the floor, you pick it up, you lick it, and then you put it back in their mouth, right? Yeah. So I think you kind of have, 
you know, you go through a stage where you're really freaked out about germs and then you realize, okay, it's it's not that bad. No, it's and it's not, you know, like I said, like I'm saying all these things, but realistically, yeah. you don't have time to do this every week or every day. So you just do it once it's good for you. You just can't forget to do it. And then after 10 years, um, it's a buildup and then it takes time. And then it takes um, spraying and scrubbing and spraying and, scr- you know, mm-hmm. a lot more time. Lot more time. You are pretty big on, and I know you have young kids too, on yes. creating a family dynamic around the importance of it and making this about a family, yes, um, not event, but that yeah. everyone's involved. Yeah, so I'm big on kids and responsibilities, and uh, my kids, um, they're six and seven. So from young age, you know, you play with your toys as soon as they could stand up. You know, okay, let's play a game. Who can maybe pick up the most toys, or um, you put the toys in the pink bin and you in the blue bin you know just from start with that the toys thing and putting things away um started with that now um more responsibilities um they're slowly and some of them we went on vacation and i didn't that i didn't realize we came back and my father-in-law had the kids doing dishes I was like, how did you do that? And he's <laughs> how like, did he do that? Yeah, he's like, I made it fun. I, he said, it, you know, I said, you're you're helping Poppy just doing the dishes and who whose night is it to do the dishes? And we sing a song and, um, you know, we, yeah, they have their responsibility and they really enjoyed having that responsibility. So then we were able to keep it up. So the little things like that, tasks, it's good. So they help you pick up, pick up the blankets off the couches just as they grow older, clean the bathroom and yeah, like I've I've finally gotten Andy to make her bed. Yeah, that was a really and and she reminds me <laughs> in the seven days that she's actually fulfilled it. You know <laughs> that she did it. I mean, it's is it the message that you're sending is that the entire family is like that. Sometimes you'll have and there's people who are OCD. You know, like they're you have to kind of make these adjustments within a home for what people's needs are. Yes. Sometimes we go into homes. That's the difference I see. Sometimes we go into homes and the kids are not helping out. So then the parents get overwhelmed. They have three kids. They have activities, soccer, hockey, dance. Um, They don't have time to pick up because they're the only ones Mm -hmm. um, that will do the pickup because they didn't show their kids. But if we take it as a family and we do all a bit at a time, um, and a bit together here and there, then it, the buildup and the message, they don't um, accumulate as much. Um, just little things. Can you tell when you walk into a home who's got a busy life and yes. who doesn't? Yes, but not yeah. just a busy yeah. life because, um, like, I get, I have a really busy life. Um, but your house is but my house is tight. Yeah, it's not incredibly tidy. That's not true. I have laundry it's folded clean. on my table yes. right now. Okay. <laughs> that's just not put away. But Is there a difference? And I think there's a difference between something that's, somebody that's clean. Mm-hmm. Like, there's you can be clean, messy. Mm-hmm. Or you can be a dirty, clean. Start that, bit, yeah. being tidy enough, mm-hmm. and then it's easier. Right, because if you have to always pick up after the toys, and then I have to do the vacuum, and then I have to wash the floor. So if the toys are already picked up, then you save one step, and then okay, we do the vacuum. Okay. When you were growing up, because your mom's in the business, also, yeah. did you, were you allowed to step on the living room carpet when the vacuum lines were there? Like, did you ever have one of those? Okay, no. So yeah. I'm gonna call out Danielle here. So I had great friends growing up, and their mom. Uh, we were not allowed to step on. It was a rose carpet because back in you know the 80s, yeah. um, it was a rose carpet, and it, it, when it had been vacuumed, 
you were not allowed to step in the room. Like there was to be no footprints on the clean on the fresh cleaned yeah carpet. And a lot of cu- of our customers, that's what they say. They say when I get home, I see all those lines and they, I love it. And then yeah. the kids come in and they they yeah, the, ruin it. <laughs> yeah, like I love it too. Like you have the lines that last yeah. for like a minute and then that's it. Like do the lines represent anything other than the just the, the marks? No, it has nothing no. to do with it being cleaner or no, no, no. It's just it's been done. You can see it's actually yeah. been done. I think it's more that. Uh, are there things like I'm? I have shag carpets, mm-hmm. which now I can find like little Lego pieces in, little popcorn <laughs> kernels in, to the point where I'm thinking I have to like you know change out. But are there certain things that are cleaner, like just easier to maintain than others? Um, carpets are hard one to maintain because it keeps the uh, spills, you know, that in. So you kind of have want to have it shampooed once in a while okay how often should we be calling in the professional like a, a carpet cleaner to go through a home i do it myself i like okay. for my home yeah uh, i take those machines you can rent them, oh, you at, rent them yeah, yeah. At independent mm-hmm. or metro um i try to do it twice a year okay. i have a dog mm-hmm. so i want to do it twice a year um so once a year i think would be good and if they're you know easy to rent and do just have to it's just time consuming yeah what do you recommend for people with pets in the home like what are some of the the things that they not need to be constantly doing uh to avoid people with allergies or the hair like what do you do brush your dog <laughs> so because if you don't brush your dog they get in two stages you know depending on the weather mm-hmm. and the type of um the year uh so Sometimes if you don't brush, there'll be more hair in the house. So that's one thing. Brush your dog. Change your uh, cat litter often. Don't let it sit there for weeks and weeks at a time because uh, that creates a lot of smell. And then it's hard to take the smell out. How do you take smell out? I mean, and we're talking like hamsters and yeah. kids have rabbits in their room and, you know, gerbils. Um, what do you recommend for that? Just odors in general. Odors in mm-hmm. general? Yeah. Um, air fresheners. There's good air fresheners. Uh, open your windows. That's the best one. Uh, but clean the area. So if it's, you know, hamster, well, clean the actual cage if it's, you just have to empty it once in a while. That's okay. But then if you don't empty it, then mm-hmm. the smell sticks in. So clean it with vinegar. Everything vinegar. comes down to is really it's vinegar. vinegar. Let's talk about, um, I'm not going fully into the garage because a lot of um, people were coming out of the sports seasons, right? So yeah. um, I've got cleats and shin guards. I've got, and friends of ours have hockey equipment. Yeah. There's football equipment now. Yeah. Okay, help us out here. What are we doing with that? Um, so if you want to clean all that equipment, the hockey, you know, my son's in hockey and said, mm-hmm. once a year we send it out to, to the hockey wash. Because <laughs> or else it stinks up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of things, like the cleats. Um, if you want to maintain, like throughout the year, if you want to maintain the smell, take a dryer sheet, put it in everywhere, everywhere in their stuff. Their shoes, their bags, their helmets, their... Um, that's to maintain the smell. This, okay, it. so throwing in dryer sheets into the bags yeah. will help. And then yes. how often would you be changing those? Uh, once you start smelling the yeah. awful sweat smell again. Just keep throwing the fresh yeah. fabric, yeah. Stuff, the dryer, fabric sheets. Dry, dryer yeah. sheets. Yeah, dryer sheets are good for that. What else can you use them for? Dryer sheets? Yeah. Uh, you can use them for a lot of things. Um uh, bugs. Oh, I just did a segment on bugs. Uh, so yeah, they bugs don't like the smell of dryer sheets. 
So if you want to keep bugs out of your home, mm. um, you know, keep uh, dryer sheets around and then you can, like on the uh, patio doors around, just rub, like on the door frames, yeah. rub the dryer sheets around and uh, they don't like that smell. Okay, so... Okay, so right, going from outside into the patio, like patio doors, just anything the, like that? Uh, the inside, yeah. So that way you can keep the bugs out, uh, ants, uh, things like that, around your window ledges. Just take your dryer sheet, rub it in, and yeah, they don't like that okay. smell. Okay, dryer sheet, dryer sheet. Try take it. Literally, just do with it dry. Yeah. Rub the out dry. dry rub not the used. yeah. Yeah, not used. <laughs> yeah. Dry, um, fresh with the kind of the good scent, like yeah. the scent still in. It, and you're just does it need to be scented? Yes. Okay. Because it's the scent that they don't like. Okay. Bugs. So keeping away ants from your kitchen. So I'm taking my or... bounce sheets right now, mm-hmm. and I'm rubbing the the door frame. The door frames or the window seals yeah. in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, that will help. If you have, if you um, sometimes have ants in your cupboards, yeah. you live out in the country, um, then just stick one at the, at the bottom and in the corner. That will stick help. in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess people are getting into co- we're full on cottage season now yeah. too, right? Uh, which you kind of leave and you you're constantly going back and forth and back and forth mm-hmm. to. Do you have any recommendations for people there because they're leaving spaces and then coming back to them? Um, for the cottages, don't you know? Don't leave it as again uh, clutter or anything. Cottages are hard because it's like two homes now. You have to maintain two houses. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's a hard one. Um, do a quick vacuum before. I would say with cottages because it's so in and out, in and out. Uh, you do one big clean beforehand uh, before you actually get to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then make sure you do a closing clean so that way you can maintain throughout. if it's not a four-season cottage. Um, yeah. At least two big cleans, and then you maintain it uh, a little here, a little there. Hmm. I, I'm interesting. I, like, I'm I'm crossing things off in my head, and like right now, I'm just the anticipation of going home, uh, and what I'm going to do as soon as I walk in my home is just like it's it's a little over overwhelming for me. Uh, I can't like Veronica's laughing too. Are you going home? What's the first? You're you're. She doesn't even want to go home at this point. Um, I'm gonna like. I think the first thing I'm doing is back to throwing out my sponges and my my cloths but the pillow I think for me was a as as a really big thing um that I'm going through and to be honest with you I never let the products do the work that's a big thing like I I just think about it like every time I do something it's like I spray and rub and spray and and wash and I'm wasting energy and you scrub and you scrub and you scrub and you don't have to scrub that much do you feel like you can tell who people are based on walking into their home no no. No, no. Sometimes, because you get the all types of people use it. You have a busy professional mm-hmm. that will be a messy, or the busy professional that will have a house that they'll clean before we get there. Um, yeah, like, let me ask you that. Yeah. Do you, okay, how many people, and I've done this, I'm like, you got to clean up. The cleaning ladies are coming. <laughs> a like, lot of people. I, I'm like, it's like you got to do that. You, it's not fair to them, yeah. you know. But and it's also embarrassing, right? When yeah. it's just like I don't even want them to see the mess, the mess. before the mess yeah. is being cleaned up. A lot. So you have people, that. You have a lot of people clean oh up God, before you yes. get there. So many people do that. Most people, I'd say, do that. Maybe seventy percent of my customers clean before we get there. 
Are we em- or pick mm-hmm. up? Mm-hmm. Sometimes clean. Yeah. Are we embarrassed by it? Um, are are there people who just don't care? Like, hey, this is my mess. This figure it out. Yeah, some people don't care, and they say that's why I hire you because mm-hmm. I can't keep up with it. So you help me keep up with it. So people, I think. Other people are just, it's the perception. If we go in and they we see they, they're messy, we'll think they're bad people or they're unorganized. Well, we, we, care, or, like, gosh, yeah. we care what people think, right? Yeah. And our home, I find our home is a reflection of who we are. Yeah. But often. you're saying, not, not well, uh, it could be like, do I have a lot of things going on the go? Am I an organized person, not an organized person? It's hard. It's when I meet someone, I can't tell really. Even if I see their home, sometimes you're like, "Hmm, what's going on there?" Mm-hmm. Trying to figure it out. But um, and then this is something too. I find relationships are often made. You can make or break a relationship when you have one person that's incredibly kind of tidy and wants things always in order, and then the per- other person who's like, you know, I don't care. I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I personally think it's okay because both like Tony and I. I don't, I'm not going to freak out if a, to- if a wet towel is left on the floor, you know, yeah. or hanging on the bathtub. For other people I know, it's like a make or break situation. They're like, it, it literally consumes. Oh, yeah. So people have like fights. anger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I would think between that, like how people are, affects it does. relationships or how their home and the household works. Oh, yes, it does. Um, you know, if that, there's a coat that's not on the coat hanger and it's just on the ground and some people, they fight about it. Um, but I think it's when you go to a relationship and cleaning, some things you got to let go and other things. What would you say are the main things that people then should do? Like, is it um, throw things in bins? Is it, you know, have things organized? Like, what helps people who are on the go and are incredibly busy have a little bit of that order so that you can come across as being that tidy without really being that. Yeah. So bins are a good thing, especially if you have lots of shoes. So that's our thing too. You know, we come in and there's shoes everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have your bin, I have my bin. So that's easy in the summer. It's not as easy in the winter. In Mm -hmm. the winter, it's more racks. If you have racks, even if you just put them in your closets, your front entrance closet. Um, that way they're organized there. Okay, what do you tend to put underneath those racks? Especially in the winter time, you're coming in and then you've got yeah. the salt and the snow and everything pouring down. Yes, you have to put something. So just a, a plastic mat. Okay. You can underneath, the, underneath racks the racks of the, of, of yeah. the boots. Uh, and then bins to throw flip-flops, flip-flops. Rent, all that stuff in the summer. Yeah, and um, you can keep the bins for the mitts and the hats and the scarves and all of that as well. So you just have to – and then they're all hidden in the closet, but they're organized in the closet. So you just have to reorganize a bit of the closet. So that's the thing that takes time is thinking of how can I organize and then follow through. Because if you have good intentions and you organize everything, but then you don't follow through, well, there was no point. Okay, you're talking about organization. How do you solve the – there's two things that I would love to solve in my house. The disappearance of every matching Tupperware top and bottom uh, and the missing socks. (laughs) <laughs> are those real? Like, I think that those are real issues. Do you ever open? Do you ever find you're missing Tupperware? Like, I never, my Tupperware, I never can find the lid. No. Ever. Did you ever open um, for the, the socks, your dryer? Like, under, like, there's a panel at the front, and then if you open it, you'll find your socks. You will. They're there. They're just hidden. 
So the, the dryer, days you go missing, right? Like, yeah. That's true. Yeah, your dryer eats your socks. And then you just have to open the bottom of it. And then sometimes there's a lot of lint too. So you open it to remove the lint under it, but then you'll find your socks. Well, I always take out the thing to remove the lint every time I do yeah. it. People, no, not, not the, like no. at the bottom. You have to actually remove, remove the like, bottom. Yeah, the, the, there's not like a plate or a cover or something. You remove that with screws and everything. And then. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. that easy. You have to like no, there's screws. No, and not, it's, no. Okay. You'll find your socks. But that's where it is. Yeah. And how often um, should you be removing all that lint? Once it takes too long to dry. You know, once you have to put on your dryer for the second time and it's mm-hmm. already been running for an hour, yeah. then there's too much lint somewhere. you got to declog it. So it's, it's it's a lot more complicated than just taking the lint yeah. out every with every wash. Because some people actually don't do that. So that's your first issue right off the yes. bat. But a lot of it could be collecting underneath. Underneath, yeah, yeah. For the Tupperware, then your kids are forgetting them everywhere. That's <laughs> gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's, that's plain just, old Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I was thinking that there was another drawer underneath my <laughs> drawer that all of the lids were sliding into for me to be able to find, to be able to find things. Um, and then how much of the organization um, between seasons? Like, do you like to see things put away that you're using in the winter or the summer and then vice versa. Yeah, so the clothes, um, you know, uh, yeah, you just go through. It's like when you do the spring clean. So if you take a day, you kind of go through that and put away the things. Uh, If you have a garage, uh, put away your uh, snowblower and bring back the lawnmower. lawnmower And, uh, yeah, just uh, kind of rotate things. Rotate the clothes, rotate the shoes, rotate the boots. Because you don't want to have winter boots in your closet and it's July. They're just taking space. I'm going to send you a picture of my closet right now. (laughs) Because there's no room in the storage room because the storage room is completely packed. I think I've got a a list, though, of things that I want to be able to go home and do right now. And I'm hoping that people also are going to kind of make a couple, a list of things that you're going to change. What's, Veronica, what's the one thing you're doing? The pillows. Yeah, I think that that's for a lot of people is going to be a wake-up call. Uh, How can people find you? I mean, do you have people that you've been going to for years that every week you've got it scheduled? Yeah, Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. I've got my people I see every week, every two weeks, every month that are, you know, wanting us to be Mm -hmm. there. Um, And they have their favorite girls that you send. yeah, Yeah, yeah. I got people that just call me on the odd times, you know, I need some help. Mm-hmm. Uh, are people that just call me because they got injured. My, mm-hmm. I can't bend anymore, mm-hmm. so can you come in here for uh, a few weeks? Yeah. And that's all I need. So Sometimes yeah. it's just a, te- a temporary solution yeah. or to be able to help get you back on track. Yes. Sometimes you just need that one good big clean uh, to be able to help with things. Um, and then how long are the girls usually out there for? I say girls. Do you have do you have men that work for you too? I used to. Yeah. I don't have right now. Yeah. But I, I've had some men, had men before. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. They're strong. They can lift they, things <laughs> more than a woman. Um, it depends. Some people were in apartments, but we're also in 3,000 square feet home. So the amount of time will differ. How long? And so is it charged per hour? How do you do it? For those spring cleans, you know, trying to, or move, we do move in, move outs mm-hmm. too. Those are hours because they'll be longer. Yeah. Um, reg- Typically, how long should it take to do a house? Uh, let's say a typical three bedroom, two and a half bath. Uh, for one time clean, three hour-ish. Okay. We're two people, right? Yeah. So think about it, six hours really one and person. And can I ask like for people to have a, what's the cost usually? Um, it, 
for one time clean mm-hmm. at 105 per hour. Per hour. Per hour. And you've got the two. Okay, we've but got you the two, two at the time. got the yeah. two. We bring everything. You don't yeah. have to supply rags or mops mm-hmm. or anything like that. And we come in, they're trained. We also guarantee the service. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you see something you're not super happy with, we would come back and correct. But we make sure we do a walkthrough with you. Anything else you want us to do, anything else you want us to touch up um, to make sure you're fully happy with the service. So sometimes kind of get that one good massive clean and then the the upkeep is a little bit easier thank you so much people can find more information where mollymay.ca okay and then for there they'll figure out where in the city they're going put in your postal code and and off you pop yep thanks it's nice to see you again thanks uh and i'm off to wash my pillows and throw my sponges (laughs) oh my gosh all right there you have it there's uh episode uh, 21 of living your life with leanne that was an hour oh my god that went by fast it's more than an hour oh really it went by so fast Oh my God. Thank you. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.